When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. The Philadelphia Eagles have officially screwed the Denver Broncos. It might be the case that it's not Sean Payton that is going to be the new head coach for the Denver Broncos next season. And, of course, one thing that we all know is that the Broncos can do anything but score points and escape from injuries because uh, as of Wednesday, the whole uh, practice injury report is not looking great when it comes to Sunday's matchup in London against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which very well could be Nathaniel Hackett's last game as the head coach for the Denver Broncos. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Horse Tracks for Thursday, October 27th. And maybe for a lot of you guys out there that are rooting for this, we're just mere three days away from a new head coach in Denver. Now, uh, like I alluded to, it might not be the one that... uh, we, that might be the obvious one. You know, the obvious one might not be the right one here. Um, but like I said, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, I'm your host for today, Ross Allen. And uh, it's a pleasure to uh, for you guys to be listening to me. It's a pleasure for me to be my voice, to be entering your ear canals and being processed in your brain. Uh, appreciate you taking your time out of your day to tune in to 
um, this Mile High Report podcasting network. Um, of course, if you guys are new here, go ahead and um, check us out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you catch your podcasts. Um, or just go ahead and follow on whatever platform you're listening to this on right now. We have tons of podcasts daily. Awesome stuff. Um, huge assortment. We'll go with we have a plethora of subjects that we go over and kinds of shows that we do so go ahead and drop us a follow and of course you can find everything mile high report over at milehighreport.com tons of awesome articles and podcasts being released there daily uh, and then of course you can follow us on social media at mile high report on facebook instagram and twitter go ahead check out the uh, instagram in particular as yours truly runs it let me know all your thoughts um and you could get uh, just reach out to me directly if you have any complaints of anything that i say on these shows and of course you can also catch me live over on twitch um every monday at 10 a.m mountain standard time that's twitch.tv forward slash mhr underscore live now with that mouthful of plugging out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today, today's show because, uh, like I said earlier, the Eagles have very well just doomed the Denver Broncos. I'm talking about Bradley Chubb in this whole trade scenario and situation that we have going on here. Of course, the Eagles um, tra- made a trade with the um, with the uh, Chicago Bears. For pass rusher Robert Quinn, um, they gave the Bears a fourth rounder in return. This is a team that's bolstering this already pretty decent pass rush. Um, and, I mean, look at the Eagles. They are in prime position to make a push to go deep in the playoffs. They are in the position that we all hoped and kind of thought that the Broncos would be in. But, nope, the Broncos are sellers at the trade di- deadline and not the buyers we all hoped um, they could have been, and in fact, what they should have been. Um, and now I would say this is a pretty fair deal considering Robert Quinn doesn't really ha- do uh, have any big numbers uh, jump off the board when it comes to sacks and uh, pressures. Also, he's a 32-year-old pass rusher, so I think a fourth-rounder is fine with that one. Uh, but what, why this trade is so important to talk about is because the Broncos are now even less likely to get a first-rounder in return for Bradley Chubb. Um, so now we might be looking down the gun at a second or third round pick. You know, my fingers are crossed. I, I think the best the Broncos could get for Bradley Chubb right now. I'm hoping I'm proven wrong and still going to be a first rounder to one of these teams. But I think the best that we can hope is going to be a second and a third round pick. Um, right now, we might just be lucky to get a second round pick for Bradley Chubb um, because this uh, kind of gives some insight into just how much Denver and, and George Patton is asking for Bradley Chubb. It, you see, what seems to me, if I had to guess what the Broncos are asking for right now is a first round pick, maybe at least a first round pick. Um, now, this is why the Eagles were such a big team that we we're looking at because a lot of the reports coming out for Bradley Chubb and the Broncos was that they were looking for significant compensation. Now, anytime the word significant is thrown around, we're probably not talking about second or third round draft picks as a day one pick. And the Eagles are such a prime candidate because this was a pass rush was a position they were um, in need of. And also, they have two first round picks this year so that means that they have one to throw around essentially um so this is a bit of a bummer uh, for us because well it might be a good thing for a lot of you guys i see on the instagram and in the in the instagram comments 
because I, clearly there's tons of you out there and I almost want to throw myself into that boat as well that we um, you guys don't want Bradley Chubb traded. Now, that's a very understandable thing considering he's just um, looking great this year, having a breakout season, um, and he's just been all around tremendous. Uh, but at the same time, he is on the last year of his contract. Um, his agent says that they are looking for a pretty decent sizable payout um, and a long-term deal. Um, and uh, one thing to be wary about is that I, for next year, the Broncos are only around $32 million in um, cap space. And there um, are going to be, I believe, is around 30, only uh, 38 players that are going to be under contract. Um, so that that's the, the bit of the problem that we have working here. The Broncos are going to have a lot of people they're going to need to be resigned. There's some big contracts coming up. Um, and it's also hard to kind of commit all that money when your cap space is likely not going to be big enough for all of that. Um, and one of the interesting um, keys here, too, for why the significant compensation or why Denver's looking to be uh, compensated so well is because 26-year-old Pro Bowl pass rushers having great seasons really don't become available in free agency. Um, and that is a really... that That's a big key right there. So... I think the Broncos could still get decent compensation. Uh, I don't know how many times I'm going to say the word compensation in this podcast, but here we are. Um, but it's clearly safe to say that George Patton is really looking to try to get back into that first round. But one of the things we're going to hop into next um, before we take a look at some injury reports for the Broncos and a uh, fun set that's totally going to make us feel better about Sunday is uh, a bit of uh, some rumors swirling around when it comes to coaching situations and head coaches, even head coaches of teams that the Broncos have already played this year. Because, uh, I mean, of course, we all know the buzz around Nate Hackett right now. Um, not only are former players um, saying that he should be fired if the Broncos lose on Sunday. There's a lot of um, kind of journalists around the league saying that's going to happen. Some, I guess, um, sources is saying, and it was seems like other NFL executives um, having the, the feeling that the Broncos are going to fire Hackett, or at least they should fire Hackett with a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And of course, we all know about the talks about Sean Payton. Now, this is something where the Broncos, like I mentioned, I believe it was last week, maybe the week before that, that the Broncos would need to compensate the Saints because um, Payton is still under contract for another, I believe, few seasons. So that um, probably means draft picks, um, but also at the same time, they're owned by Walmart. So go ahead and just make that Walmart money mean something, make it useful, and just throw all of that at the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton. Um, so, of course, the talks about Sean Payton are still there, and they're going to be there for a while until the Broncos hire a new head coach. And if that's Sean Payton, then great. If not, then those talks are probably going to continue, let's be honest with ourselves. But the rumors right now that are circulating from even Albright and some other sources, um, reporters around the league, are saying that 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan is losing the locker room 
Now, this was a guy that was pursued before he signed with the Niners. This was a guy that was pos- that was in talks with the Denver Broncos. And I really wish the Broncos actually put him on to the coaching staff. Um, but these are really interesting rumors because, of course, when you have a team that's in need of a head coach, the Broncos are going to be linked to any rumors that involve a a good head coach and that does involve Kyle Shanahan Um, so the question is could Denver possibly target him instead of Sean Payton Uh, now Kyle Shanahan is also contracted through 2025 so this would really be uh, only realistic if Shanahan was to be fired which I do not see happening so this is a this is an idea that I will say it's pretty out there I think it's pretty unlikely but we're just talking rumors reporting the news this is what I got for you um so I would say he's he would only be targeted fired because if the Broncos are going to make a trade for a coach it's going to be the retired one Sean Payne not a current head coach of a NFL organization so like I said this is a big if um, as in, he would only be targeted if fired. That's a big if. I don't think John Lynch pulls the trigger on, on Kyle Shanahan like that, no matter how this season ends for the 49ers. I think Shanahan, no matter what happens this year, is, is still going to have at least one more season with the Niners. So that would be a pretty surprise firing if the Niners were actually going to be this bit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Knee-jerk. Um, but, you know, if you're losing the locker room... Uh, that, that's also one thing. So I don't understand how Kyle Shanahan is being reported losing the locker room and Hackett still isn't. Uh, most of the reports around Hackett is that he is just too stuck in his own way, won't give up play calling like he should, and he has horrible play calling at that. Um, but there's not really reports that are saying he is losing the locker room. So that's one thing I find kind of funny between him and Shanahan. Now, I would definitely not be opposed to Shanahan being the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I feel like his scheme, um, it's an interesting thing, though, because the scheme is fairly similar with Hackett's right now, except I feel like Shanahan's play calling would be a whole hell of a lot better. Now, I know that's not really saying much, but I think his play calling would be would be rock solid. Um, love naked boots for Russell Wilson and just knowing when to do certain things. Um, Hackett does not know how to do that. So let me know. Um, hit me, uh, I'll probably uh, maybe put something like this on Instagram. Um, or just let us know uh, in uh, leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or any place where you can leave a review. Give your thoughts on uh, would you be interested in Kyle Shanahan being the next head coach of the Denver Broncos, of course, there'd be a lot of dominoes I have to fall, but would you? That's all I'm asking. But now to the latest injury reports. This is coming after Wednesday's practice. I'm just going to take a look through. There's a lot of guys that did not practice and their availability for the game. It's not looking too well because Bassey, Browning, Cleveland, 
Fleming, Purcell, and Caden Stearns all did not practice on Wednesday. Um, a lot of hamstrings. And there's a wide array. I mean, yeah, a couple hips, a couple knees. There's a groin. There's a quad. There's a there's a hammy. Uh, Baron Browning still probably going to be out two to three weeks, so it's not too surprising to see this one. I believe Fleming's going to be out a couple weeks. Um, Stearns is a um, bit of an issue here. At least good news when it comes to Josie Jewell is that um, he was limited in Wednesday's practice, and um, there's hope that he can be playing in Sunday's game. At least hope from me because we really need him if we want to stand a chance of winning. Then having him and um, Alex Singleton, two tackling machines there in the middle of the field. That will bode very well for this Broncos team. Uh, Russell Wilson, um, he has a, with his hamstring injury, he was uh, limited in practice today. But if we're going off of any kind of feelings and uh, the press conference, it looks like Russell Wilson will be playing on Sunday because, quote, or because he said, quote, I feel good. I'm ready to rock. Now, that is definitely a Russell Wilson quote if I've ever heard one. And if you are doing high knees and four hours of treatment on a plane ride um, over to London, I feel like that's the kind of guy that's going to be good to go. Um, yeah, and then also they had Quan Williams um, listed with his wrist and elbow injury. He was a full participant on Wednesday's practice. Fantastic news. The Broncos need all the help they can get. Um, especially they're going to have to have even more talent in players to overcome not only their poor um, offensive performance, but also this pretty poor uniform combination that they decide to rock. I at least it might be the first time in franchise history they've worn this uniform combo as the uh, white jerseys with the blue pants, or at least it might be the first time in a long time. Um, Maybe they should have just kept it this way. But, you know, if this if they somehow win this game against Jags and maybe even put a decent amount of points in doing so, I would say, screw it. Let's just rock that combination the rest of the season or at least until they get shot back down to earth. Now, just before we cap things off, like I said, I promised earlier that I have a totally fun stat that is going to give you so much hope. When it comes to Sunday's game, and if you didn't catch the sarcasm, I'm sorry for not being able to convey it well enough because that's totally sarcastic. Because uh, here's a fun stat to make you guys feel better: um, the Broncos are a total of three and five in international games. This is in both regular season and preseason games, and the Broncos are currently standing at 0 in two in their um, franchise record when it comes to games in London. So, um. Hey, third time's a try. Am I right, guys? Yep, let's all just book them for a win over the Jags on Sunday. But thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks. Of course, I've been your host, Ross Allen. We covered a assortment of topics. The uh, best way to reach us, if you have any thoughts or comments on these as well. Of course, you can hit me up directly on Instagram uh, at milehighreport. Um, I don't know, send me a message, comment on one of the posts. I'm always reading those, maybe not always responding, but I am definitely at the least always reading those. I'll see the messages that pop up as well. 
Um, you can find us on our other social media platforms on both Facebook and Twitter at Mile High Report. Tons of amazing articles, content, just everything you could ever want daily, man, is over at MileHighReport.com. And, of course, you can find any of these podcasts over at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you catch your podcast. Uh, but with that being said, let's uh, let's root for just good news, maybe on the injury front. Keep our fingers crossed on Josie Jewell. Um, and maybe hope that uh, Bradley Chubb, if he is dealt, we can get some decent stuff in return for him. And maybe... Just maybe we can find a way to get back into the first round. But go ahead, take care of yourselves, guys. Uh, have a great rest of your week, or at least until you catch us again. Maybe catch me again. Um, stay tuned um, and be aware for this live stream on Monday, as well as the uh, day after podcast for the uh, game review. It also drops Monday morning, so it's going to be a great time. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. You guys stay safe and have a great time, all right? Uh, go Broncos, and... Let's just do what we can, and uh, that's hoping for the best. I don't really get jet lag too often. You know, I don't. I don't really. Um, you know, I've traveled enough to, to get you know, kind of get my system down. But uh, yeah, for me, I was on the plane the first two hours. I was uh, uh, first two hours. Eight, was it eight hours flight here. That's the first two hours. I was watching the film, watching all the cut-ups and everything else. And then for the next four hours, I was doing treatment on the plane. I was walking up and down the aisles. Everybody was knocked out. I was doing high knees and working on, work on my legs and everything else, you know, make sure I'm ready to rock. Uh, so that was good. And then the last two hours, of the last hour of that, I, I watched, I fell asleep for one hour, and I watched the film the rest. So uh, I felt, felt good to go once we got back.